Hello everyone. Hello, hello. I'm Tony. And I'm Tally. And we are the, the Lazy, Lazy Book Lovers. This is a podcast for book lovers who procrastinate about reading and have never-ending to-be-read piles. Today's episode is Pride Month Rex, which was the month of June, and I can't remember my time math of whether we are coming out in June for this episode or if it were a bit late. If we're not coming out in June, remember you should read Pride all year round. <laughs> yeah. This is your yearly reminder. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, we record in advance, sometimes we get our time math mixed up. <laughs> time math. <laughs> and this is the lady who works with scientists. <laughs> uh, so Tony found a, a recommendations list on Pam Macmillan. So we're, I'm going to pick some out from it and we will discuss. I'm going to do the fantasy books and the YA books. Because I feel like they're closer to what we would read. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, the basic fantasy bitch over here. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was trying to find I will my also weird. Take a little bit of that. <laughs> trying to find my weird, creepy diagram I did for you about when episodes were coming out. Oh yeah, that that confused me. <laughs> it probably isn't confusing, but at the moment I was like, uh, I trust your, I trust your logic. Oh no, they still come out the first week in July. Oh, hope so you all had enough. a wonderful Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go. Okay, so the first one is the woman could the women. Could Fly by Megan Giddens. So this is part dystopia, part fantasy. The Women Could Fly is a powerful novel that speaks to our times. In a world where witches are real and unmarried women over the age of 30 must be monitored by the state, Josephine Thomas is a 28 ambivalent about marriage and on the cusp of losing autonomy over her own life. Oh, this is a bit too... This isn't dystopian enough for me. Hang on. (laughs) This is a bit too real. I'm unmarried and over 30. (laughs) Um, We've already produced heirs. (laughs) Those bastard children. Oh, no, wait, they do have a dad. (laughs) We do know who the dad is, but we are unmarried. It's unmarried. Aren't they bastards regardless because you're unmarried? Yeah. If we're going old-fashioned, bigoted version. It's been 14 years since her mother's disappearance, but all these years later she feels she never understood her mother more. So when she's offered an opportunity to honour one last request from her mother's will, will she take it? Ooh. That sounds cool. That sounds very good. I'm just oh, a little bit too close to yeah. that, to The tagline is, magic is real, embrace your power. That sounds good. I've never actually heard of that book before. No, neither have I. I will that's a probably good, that's a good suggestion. check it out. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly something I would read. And it also sounds like it could be a Lizzo song. Oh, which yeah. Which I feel like is a good vibe. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, Lizzo. Who was that? Was that her daughter? Does she have a daughter? She had that girl on the stage of her. Um, and on her Instagram post, she said, everything I do is for you. So, But I didn't know she had a daughter. But I don't know much about her. I honestly, life. I honestly don't know if she no. has kids or not. Um, her her TikToks like disappear periodically from my FYP forever, and then she comes back and is all over it, and oh, then disappears yeah. again. <laughs> Even if I think I don't know if I follow her or not, but like yeah, she just comes and goes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, love Lizzo. The next one, The Atlas Six. <laughs> yeah, I saw this, this was in a bunch of lists when I was looking up which oh, list to and use, and then The Atlas Paradox. <laughs> So, oh, context. This has been Natalie's hyper focus f- for about a year now. 
I think as long as uh, Sarah J Mass has been yours, yeah. this has been what she's yeah. been mine, yeah. <laughs> so, um, The Atlas 6 is the first in the trilogy. The Atlas Paradox is out as well, which is the second, and the third comes out in January. The Atlas I still need to Complex. read the second. I've not read it yet. I'm doing like my full free read of The Atlas 6 because I'm tapping and noting. And mm. I'm reading one for my enemy. It's taken a while to get through. Mm. I think because of how it's it's like a retelling of Romeo and Juliet. So it has bits in it that like stage like how how it would be written for the stage, like okay. kind of stuff. And I also don't know the story of Romeo and Juliet. So I I know the basic Yeah. Well I the story of Romeo and Juliet that I know I learnt from Nomeo and Juliet. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know how true Romeo and Juliet is. (laughs) How true is a canon? (laughs) Uh, There's no death at the end. (laughs) Really? No one poisoned themselves? (laughs) No. For some reason, the gnomes can't be... Oh, no, they can be killed. I think if they get, like, smashed, they can die. I don't know. Okay. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I can't remember if I studied Romeo and Juliet at school. And um, I've probably inadvertently watched films from the 90s that were mm. inspired by it. Part of that era. But I've never watched anything that's Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Because uh, the film had Leonardo DiCaprio in it, didn't it? And I I've never really I've been watched. a vibe. Never been a vibe of him. No, I don't know if I've watched that. I've watched 10 Things I Hate About You. Fucking love that film. Yeah. that's What's that based Tell on? Tell Me of the Shrew. That's it. That is such a good film. It's so underrated. It's not underrated because everyone that's seen it loves it. <laughs> My mum was like, this is so cheesy. I was like, do you not see that's the point? <laughs> and um, Kat is like a feminist icon even yeah, to this day. Yeah. <laughs> right. So The Atlas Six, <laughs> this best-selling fantasy sensation, follows six young magical practitioners as they compete to join a secretive Alexandrian society whose custodians guard lost knowledge from ancient civilizations. Their members enjoy a lifetime of power and prestige, yet each decade only six practitioners are invited to fill five places. Following recruitment by the mysterious Atlas Blakely, they travel to London's uh, society headquarters. Here, each must study and innovate with esoteric... Well done. Within esoteric subject areas. (laughs) And if they can prove themselves over the course of the year, they'll survive. Most of them. Dun, dun, dun. Um, There's a girl with plant magic who can talk to plants. Yeah. Which is obviously her. why do I remember her the most? I have had like a, such a different appreciation for a lot of the characters on mm. rereads. Yeah, I haven't done, I haven't reread. I so think well worth I've still it. got my first impressions. Yeah. Maybe I'll get it as one of my audible. I've got so many audibles now. I can't. I um. I need to go and script. 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 Um, I read it as, so the original time I read the mm. indie one, so this reread I'm doing, the traditionally published one, so obviously they're slightly different. Oh yeah, I've only got the indie. Yeah, so if you get the traditionally published one, they're slightly different. The borrow box for the library has all of her books as audio, so okay. join up with the library. Yeah, I'm <laughs> I'm always nagging everyone to join up with the library. Right, next is... A Marvelous Light by Freya Mask and the sequel of Restless Truth. Um, I don't know if you recognise that name, but you will recognise the oh, cover. In a really vague way. You will recognise the cover. Yes. Mm. 
So, A Marvellous Light is a queer romance with a difference. A murder mystery set against Edwardian manor houses and hedge mazes. A murder mystery set against Edwardian manor houses and hedge mazes. (laughs) I couldn't make that make sense in my head. (laughs) With more than a dash of magic to it. Youthful Baronet Robin Blythe is about to take up a minor post in government, or so he thinks. He's actually been appointed to be the parliamentary liaison to an underground magical society. This administrative blunder reveals to Robin the mysticism that lies just below the surface of his world as he embarks on a perilous mission with a simmering dose of sexual tension. Oh, love it. Oh. It's got spice. That sounds good. It's got sexual tension. So the first one is about two gentlemen. Yeah. And then the second one is set after the first one, but it follows two ladies by the looks of it. So that's exciting. Okay, next is on my TBR. And mm-hmm. I'm hoping to read it this year. She Who Became the Sun by Shelley Parker Chan. You've probably seen the yeah, cover. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In a famine-stricken village on the dusty plain, a seer shows two children their fates. For a family's eighth-born son, there's greatness. For the second daughter, nothing. In 1345, China lies restless under harsh Mongol Mongol rule. And when a bandit raid wipes out their home, the two children must somehow survive. Uh, Chu Chongba despairs and gives in, but the girl resolves to overcome her destiny, so she takes her dead brother's identity and begins her journey. Can Chu escape what's written in the stars as rebellion sweeps the land or can she claim her brother's greatness and rise as high as she can dream it's a bit mulani then kind of yeah so i I think this is a trilogy there's at least one more coming out which is coming out soon i think Mm. or may have already come out but yeah that sounds good i like that uh so let's go to business don't copyright strike us. Right. <laughs> YA books. Go. Okay. Ophelia After All by Raquel Marie. This is another one. I feel like seen I've heard and seen all of these, yeah. but don't know what they're about. The course of love and sexuality never did run smooth. Ophelia Rojas knows what she likes and who she is, but when she finds herself thinking more about her cute, quiet Talia Sanchez than the loss of the prom perf- uh, the loss of a perfect prom with her ex-boyfriend. Seeds of doubt take root in Ophelia's self-image. Soon she must make a choice between clinging to the fantasy version of herself or embracing who she truly is. Exploring themes of friendship, the end of high school and discovering queerness, Ophelia Ever After is by Polaris and Heartfelt YA debut. An essential queer read. Do you think it's like supposed to be some way linked? Obviously Felix Ever After is like a very well known um as well maybe they're trying to maybe they're trying to capture the same kind of readers maybe um doesn't sound like it's anything related to felix ever Mm. after um that follows a trans boy yeah i couldn't remember the name he's getting like blackmailed of being dead named and stuff okay um not related in that sense but uh yeah, potentially. I haven't read a few after all, but I've definitely had that on my list as one I want mm. to read. I want to read more YA. I've noticed I've not picked up as much recently. Mm. Um, 
Sorry, Bro, <laughs> by Taylene Voskini. Um, I thought you were saying sorry, sorry bro, because you had been reading the <laughs> no. YA, and I was like, all right. <laughs> it's not that no. deep. <laughs> you do you, read your depressing shit. Whatever. <laughs> um, when Nar's boyfriend gets down on one knee and proposes to her in a San Francisco bar, she realises it's time to find someone who shares her idea of romance. <laughs> but her mother has other ideas. Armed with a spreadsheet of suitable Armenian men, she convinces Nar to attend Explore Armenia, a month-long festival celebrating their heritage. Soon, Nar meets Erebuni. Sorry if I've pronounced that wrong to any Armenian listeners. Yeah, a disclaimer for names. Um, I don't do them. I can barely <laughs> no matter do where you're from, names. she does yeah. not do names. <laughs> I'm one of those people that when I read a book, I'm like, at the names and just carry on. (laughs) (laughs) An intriguing young woman who helps her to see the beauty of their shared culture and makes her feel understood like never before. However, there's one teeny problem. Nar's not out as bisexual. This funny, heartfelt and relatable romance beautifully explores themes of family, cultural identity, queer love and the process of Mm -hmm. self-discovery. Next, I Kissed Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuinston. I'm sure you've heard of that one. It was all over TikTok for a while. I feel like I'm it really was... not in the BookTok sphere anymore. Mm. Um, I feel like it was heavily... really far away. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it was heavily... Um, arcs were heavily sent out for this one because I feel mm. like I saw it everywhere. Um, Chloe Green wants to be a winner. Her mums have moved her from SoCal to Alabama for... Alabama. For high school, and she has to spend four years navigating gossips and the Puritans who run Willow Grove Christian Academy. Why would a gay family move to to Alabama and put their kid in a Christian school? Well, they haven't said that. I'm currently reading a book about a um, a gay couple from America that moved to Mm. Saudi Arabia, and I'm like, okay, interesting choice. Yeah, the author reached out to me, and she lives in Saudi Arabia, Mm. and she's like, you know, it's I want to. I want to make it like a um, positive experience so I was like I'll give it a try because I can't see how you can <laughs> so they live together but aren't openly yeah okay yeah okay but it's a female couple no male couple because females oh. aren't allowed out without chaperones yeah, and stuff. so, so they're like um, you said she then I got a bit confused the author's a female Oh, okay, mm. but it's about, okay, got you. Um, and, yeah, and at the beginning when one of them's trying to win the other one over, he's like, well, you know, males always go out together because females basically don't go out. Or yeah, okay. And I was like, okay. Um, so we'll see. Um, she is determined to win a valedict- valedictorian and only prom queen Shara Wheeler, Wheeler stands in her way. Mm. But a month before she, they graduate, Shara kisses Chloe and disappears. Chloe launches an investigation with some fellow students. Quarterback Smith and bad boy Rory. Could there be more to Shara than meets the eye? Ooh, so it's like an investigation. An we like, we like a good YA. I love novel. YA mystery. That's mm-hmm. like my jam. <laughs> and it's gay. It's and it's gay. It's gay. <laughs> <laughs> it's queer. <laughs> right. Clap When You Land by Elizabeth Acevedo. This has been on my list for a okay. while. That one I do recognise. It's been out for a while as well. It's, um, it's a verse novel. So, a verse novel that swings between grief and love. Clap when you land is a dual narrative 
um, from award-winning best-selling author Elizabeth Acevedo. Uh, Camino Rios lives in the Dominican Republic while her sister Yahera lives a separate life in New York. That is until the sisters learn of each other after the death of their father in a plane crash. Connected by their father's secrets but separated by distance, Yahera and Camino's lives are forever altered by their new reality. Okay, I never actually knew what this book was about. I just okay. knew it was in verse, and I thought that sounded cool. I so always assume verse novel. What does that exactly mean? Like, what does it read like? Like poetry or yeah? Okay, like, kind of like long form poetry. Okay. Um. Yeah. I guess okay, it's the best way to. I always assumed they were the couple on the cover, yeah. but they must be sisters, and I didn't know that about it. So that's cool. Um, Boy meets hamster by <laughs> Birdie Milano. I'm so just on the next. Yeah. Carry on. Fourteen-year-old <laughs> um, Dylan Kershaw's idea of a dream holiday includes at least three things: beaches to bask on, cosmopolitan culture, and a chance for romance. Unluckily for Dylan, his mum's treating the family to the least dreamy holiday ever. A £9.50 break at Starcross Sands, <laughs> Cornwall's crummiest caravan park. Oh, I have to read this. But Starcross Sands might not be so bad after all, especially if Dylan can win the heart of Jaden Lee, the gorgeous boy in the caravan next door. Oh, it's bringing me back to like when I was a teenager going to the caravan, falling in love with the other kids. <laughs> Even- <laughs> weren't in in between us either <laughs> it's just jay line as usual if you haven't watched in between us watch it only the park's massive hamster mascot nibbles stands in their way <laughs> oh it's like angus fungs and full frontal snogging meets love simon i love angus <gasps> fungs and full frontal snogging that's definitely a book series i'd love to reread as an adult oh I my god i had funny. all of them and i got rid of them <laughs> I read the whole thing, yeah. and then I got rid of the oh, book. Oh, she thought, oh, I'll, I'll read never this reread again. this. Yeah, oh, I regret getting rid of them. Um, okay, next is Wayward Son by Rainbow Rowell. Great. <sighs> yeah, it's the sequel to Carry On. So, in her book Fangirl, mm. um, the main character is a big fan of a book series, which is like the books version of Harry Potter. Yeah. Um, and she is a stan for the two main characters being together. And then Rainbow Rowell actually wrote, she's wrote the spin-off. So Carry On is the book that they talk about in Fangirl. Right. And uh, Wayward Son is the second. She's actually doing a series of the books that were fictional okay. books in Fangirl, basically. Okay, interesting. Um, Rainbow Rowell has some controversy around her. Okay. So I haven't read these. I think I would like to read them. Mm. But I did get rid of my Rainbow Rowell books. So I don't know. Um, so basically, before you read, look up. And make your own make decisions. decisions. Yeah. She used um, quite racist language to describe her characters in previous books. Um, people feel that she has not um, made amends in how she writes now. So. Okay. Because her first books were out like early 2000s and I think unfortunately how she wrote about her ethnic characters was quite common for the time mm-hmm. for published books but she's not kind of 
made amends or changed. I don't know. Okay. As I said, you look it up if you want. Anyway, so Simon Snow beat the villain. Slight spoilers for Carry On, I guess. Won the war and even fell in love. But also the spoilers for this book series is complete if you've read, read Fangirl because they talk about the book series in okay, there. So, okay. yeah. um, so why can't he get off the couch? According to his best friend, he needs a change of scenery. And so Simon, Penny and Baz head to America for the road trip of a lifetime. But travel finds them before too long and they get lost. So if I remember right, um, Simon is like the Harry Potter of the mm. series. And then Baz is like the Draco Malfoy of the right. series. And they go to a magical school. And um, Baz, I think, is a vampire. Right, okay. Um, and they... Well, there's loads of fan fiction written about them two being together. Mm. Yeah. And then... But, yeah. like, this is, is this the main story where it's just subtext? I am not sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I think, like, maybe, she, yeah, the subtext, which is what... Which is fan girl the they all, Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, it's quite a cool little in-universe interesting thing. concept. Yeah. yeah. I think maybe it might be good to read Fangirl first and then mm. the books. And then Fangirl over bits they were Fangirl. Yeah, over. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right, next is Felix Ever After by Casing Calendar. So, young, black, queer and transgender, Felix Love is proud of his identity but feels like he might never get his own love story. Eager to know what falling in love really feels like, Felix suddenly finds himself in a mysterious catfish love triangle with an anonymous student who has been sending him transphobic messages. But as Felix navigates his ever more complicated feelings, he must finally come to terms about his most important discovery, his feelings about himself. I was about to say, that right, that sums it up quite, quite well, but of course it doesn't. It's a blurb of the book. <laughs> <laughs> but I have read books where the blurb is just entirely is this, I thought this was, like, was written by the blog that we're reading it from. Uh, but are they oh yeah it probably is actually yeah yeah, yeah so i'm just wondering if it's a summary of the blog correct. writer or summary from the blurb it might uh, that's probably from the blog writer actually mm. yeah oh well done good job apparently stella something or other i can't remember your name right the <laughs> last one is the dark light by julia bell so Rebecca has lived on the island her whole life and until recently she had never imagined what life might be like outside her strict religious community. But when another teenage girl, Alex, is sent to join the community to escape her dark past, the two girls strike up a strong friendship. And when a kiss between the girls is witnessed by another islander, there's nowhere to escape. <gasps> bum bum bum! bum. <laughs> that sounds quite interesting. So is that all our YA and fantasy ones? Yeah, I'm what just... What have we got? I'm just going to have a look. Something quite swift. I'm just going to have a look see what I've recently read, because there might be something I've read. I saw, yeah, I saw one of your recently reads, which I can't wait for us to talk about, because um, the name is hilarious. Is it the board one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll save that for next week, yeah, and you can go and hear it. No, I don't really think I've got anything overly queer to share that i haven't recently spoken about um let me look at the list and look at the ones outside of our general wheelhouse but uh well we haven't tangented that much no when do, do you have we any, ever not tangent do you have any tangents um <sighs> no <laughs> i don't think so yeah this is just gonna be a short but sweet one then we're just gonna be focused one yeah how amazing is that so 
when Sarah. when this episode comes out, please come to our Instagram and tell us what um, queer books you recommend. Mm. Oh, I know a little. It's not a tangent. It's a little thing. Um, if you read a book that has a couple, a male-female couple, it's still as a queer book if one or both of them identifies as bisexual. Just or FYI. Pan or, or pan or... Yeah. yeah. Just FYI. No bi-erasure in this podcast realm. <laughs> <laughs> in our podcast sphere. Because <laughs> I see that argument all the time. People are like, oh, this book's... Um, you can read it for pride and people are like, but the couple's male, female. And it's like, yeah, but the female is bisexual. Yeah, but she's in a straight couple. It's like, I don't know what your argument is. Like, yeah. stop it. Yeah. She's still queer. <laughs> yeah, regardless of who she's with. Like... <laughs> mm. Yes. But yeah, please come tell us any recommendations you have, please. Yeah. And um, I keep meaning to read. <laughs> I keep meaning to read the wrecks from these lists we make, and then I always forget. And there's always I'm, so many books. I mean, yeah, we've been doing this for a while now, so there's like there's so many books. I'm like, there's too many books now. Yeah. I just give up. <laughs> I'm done. I'm just gonna tell other people to read them. Do as they say, do as they do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so come give us any recommendations on our Instagram that you might have. Les. If not, I hope you had a lovely Pride Month. I hope that the the horrible people weren't too horrible to you. And we will see you next week for a reading update. Yeah, and obviously. The scary things happening in America right now. Thinking of you guys, mm-hmm. being that it's Pride Month, just we won't get too political. I just thought I'd put that out there. That <laughs> but, you know, thinking we're here you. for you. <laughs> we can't do. We can't. Yeah. Uh, thinking of you. We, can, we can barely even. We can't do anything about our own country, which is heading straight into transphobic territory. Thanks to our oh, reliance on a copy in America. So thanks for that. Thanks. American Christian values. <laughs> Thanks. Funding our everything politicians <laughs> they lean your way. Mm. Cheers. And um, so Cheers if you enjoyed this, please consider sharing it with a friend. Um please like, follow, subscribe, download, all those good stuff wherever you listen to the podcast. You can follow us on Instagram, you can follow us on TikTok, at some point there'll be videos. Um, <laughs> we have a Facebook, we have a LinkedIn, so wherever you feel most comfortable following us, please do come say hi, we like it when you say hi. We even have a, a website, which um, I keep getting to update, but it's there, and we've got a YouTube. <laughs> uh, yeah, and our YouTube channel. And if you have any suggestions for future episodes, if you have a book you want us to talk about, please go to our website, Book. Yeah, well, we'll sorry. Yeah. That's alright. Lazybookloverspodcast.wordpress.com. Come over there, fill out the form, send us any suggestions, or just say or hi. Or just DM us on Instagram. That's yeah. also fine if you feel like filling out a form is a bit like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we, do, we do ask your email address. So it's like, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hope you have a lovely week, and we will speak to you next week. Goodbye, Bye, guys. guys.